the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And I am broadcasting from the beautiful mountains in Colorado. Good thing John's there in studio. Otherwise, no one would be hearing me except these pretty trees and these pretty squirrels and chipmunks. That's it. So uh, I'm glad to be with you up here in the mountains. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to go to Sturgis for the yearly uh, uh, Sturgis annual bi- uh, bike rally. I go with a group called Sturgis, I mean, um, freebikewash.org. And we go up there for a week and we minister. We serve people. Uh, we uh, wash the bikes of these bikers, we shine their shoes, uh, we sh- clean their leather up, we feed them, uh, but each station along the way, we pray for them. We talk about God and the meaning of life and all that, and so uh, it's nice. I get to relax a couple days uh, and then get my mind ready, my heart ready for going to a ministry work, and so, you know, this week I've been talking a lot about the writing on the wall, about how things play out. And today, this will be my last live show, though tomorrow we've got a great show. Make sure you listen tomorrow. A great show, but this will be my last live show of the week. Um, you know, our lives uh, can be a blessing or a curse. And, and my background is patterns. Because we're getting what we're getting in our life because of what we're doing. It is the patterns in our life that gets us what we get. The patterns of our lives gives us a specific outcome, if you will. And if you don't like the outcome, in other words, what you're getting then change the input, in other words, change what you're doing. And, and no matter what the name you give it, whether you call it our frame, uh, our narrative, or our underlying life story, it is the Petri dish of our lives. And so today we're going to be having a friend, a gentleman I met a few months ago, uh, Pastor Solomon. He's there in Minneapolis right there in the, uh, the center of the city there, and he's with Isaiah 61 Ministries. Great man of God. Uh, but he's a man, he's a human being. He's been in the middle of a lot of this uh, last couple of years, the turmoil that's basically, I believe, has been dividing our country and turning groups of people against groups of people at a level we've never been so effective at, at and it's destroying us. And let's be honest, people are confused. People are confused. People are angry. Uh, people feel abandoned. They're scared because they have never considered how who they are affects what they do. And so today, uh, Pastor Saul and I are going to talk about, you know, what is the importance of making a decision on our operating system? You know, you, you realize there are two operating systems in the computer world. Now, I know there's more than that. Just go along with the analogy and metaphor. But for most of us novices or, or as neophytes, you know, if you will, uh, we, ha- we know there's Apple and we know there's Microsoft, right? 
there's a PC and there's this graphics, Apple, uh, Macintosh, whatever you want to call it. You cannot take a, a, a Microsoft program uh, and stick it in an operating system that runs under an Apple-type operating system. And you cannot take an Apple-type system or program and stick it in a computer that runs a Microsoft operating system. They won't work. It won't read it. Disk read error. The computer will shut down. Um, you know, what, whatever it is. And, and yet, you know what I'm surprised by? Is we're not seeing a lot more people do that. Shut down. Disk read error. Because there are two operating systems in life. You know, uh, we don't have a different race of people. But there's one race on this planet. It's called the human race. 99.9% of all of our DNA is the same. And if I can mate with something, then it's part of my race. Uh, and I could mate with a woman of color. Her skin could be black. It's no different than a, a woman whose skin is white or yellow or brown or pink. Wow. We still do all the things that we do. Uh, nature still takes its course. Uh, all of a sudden, conception takes place. Uh, and then nine months later, or give and take a few weeks, uh, we have a baby. Probably going to be a beautiful colored skin, right? Because I'm a paley white and she's a beautiful black, right? You see what I'm saying? So we can mate. So we're not different species. We're the same race. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to mate. But I want to suggest that there technically are two types of races. And, and when, when Jesus took his last breath and said, it is finished, uh, into my, your hands I send my soul, I trust my soul, uh, basically we created a new race of people, a race of people called redeemed. And so there are two races of people. There are those that are redeemed and those that are not, not redeemed. Those that are children of God and those that are children of uh, the, the God of this world. Those who are children of light and those who are children of darkness. It, it's not being mean. I, I'm not judging you. It's called factual. And, and I want you to consider the Petri dish. You know, I use that example of a Petri dish. And so let me give you the definition, technical definition. It is a, quote, small dish, small shallow, sorry, small shallow dish of thin glass or plastic with a loose covering used especially for cultures and bacteriology. In other words, what they do is they take a little culture. They take a base of something. And they stick it in this with this, uh, and it interacts, and it wants to see how it grows, how it matures. They grow cells in Petri dishes. They grow cancer in Petri dishes. They grow functional cells, dysfunctional cells. They do all this in Petri dishes. And so let me give you another definition. Something, and it says such as a place or situation, ready? Something that fosters development or innovation. In other words... Something that you're growing. Something that grows you. And this is what we want to talk about today. Because what you don't realize is you know, these two groups of people, you've got to decide which one you're going to be. You know, I was reading the, uh, the, the paper this morning uh, on my phone. So it's technically not a paper. Uh, and uh, MMA fighter witnesses New York City assault immediately leaps into action and takes down suspect. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> So here's this MMA fighter. He sees this guy uh, down, I think it's uh, wherever it was in New York. He sees, comes across this incident. He sees this guy cold cock this person. Uh, and people are running up to him. And now this guy, I guess, has been uh, attacked six or seven other people. Six or seven other people. And so people are running for life. People are afraid. Uh, and so this guy jumps in and uh, jumps on the attacker. He's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Uh, and the guy's name, by the way, it is a hero because most people don't get involved. 
this guy's name is Ro Malabanan. Ro Malabanan, black belt in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And here's how the article ends. He talks about how he saved people, and people call him a hero, and he is a hero. And here's how the article ends. It says, Malabanan encouraged his followers to remain vigilant and to stay safe. He said, quote, just another day, he said. A lot of crazies out there in the streets right now. So just please be careful. They will sucker punch you. They will take out their frustrations. And see, ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem. People are frustrated. People are bitter. People are angry. Now, bring a great book called The Prisoner of the Third Cell by Gene Edwards. And the third cell, and the third cell is John the Baptist. And John's figuring out why is he in jail? Why is he going to lose his head? Is Jesus the one or not? And it's interesting because the prisoner in the first I find out to believe is someone who blames God for everything. A person who used to follow after God and then when their life doesn't go as well as they sh- thought it should, then they blame God and want nothing to do with God and become mean towards God. And the prisoner in the second cell is someone who blames man and circumstance for everybody. That life's been unfair and no one's treated fairly uh, and he's been treated unjustly How and life is, is terrible. And so the prisoner of the third cell is John the Baptist, who of all the men who ever walked this planet, there's none greater than he said Jesus. A man man. who never drank of wine, who never touched a woman, who served his Lord even when he was in the womb. And yet here John the Baptist died by getting his head cut off. He just had a six-month ministry, prepared all his life for a six-month ministry. And there's a point in this book where John says his disciples asked Jesus, Uh, If he's the one or should they expect someone else because he was angry. And the thing in the book, it says when they when one of his leaders or one of his followers comes back, says, John, what did Jesus say? He said, Jesus said, many are being healed. And John goes, many? Yeah. Yeah, John, many. Why, Why are you so confused? John goes, many? In other words, not all were healed, but many were healed. And then the book goes on to say, blessed is he, John who is not offended by me. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about your... Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. 
Go to daybreakinsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's daybreakinsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's daybreakinsider.com. Thousands of young people are dying from counterfeit prescription drugs laced with lethal doses of fentanyl. Just one counterfeit pill laced with fentanyl can kill. Visit OnePillKilled.org to learn more. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, we are talking about our operating system. You know, in NLP, they call it a frame. You can call it a life story. Um, It's a narrative uh, it, it, it is your operating system. It is the filter through which everything else is seen through, is believed through, is acted upon. And really today I want to talk about it's time to decide. There are only two groups of, groups of people. We've got to keep it simple, soldier. Don't make it, you know, whenever God gives us a, a choice, he only gives us two. It's A or B. It's light or darkness. It's wide path or narrow path. It's blessing or curse. It's two or one. Uh, you got to get this. Why? Because our creator knows how easily we are confused. The shiny one wants to distract us. The shiny one wants to sparkle things over here, sparkle things over there, take our eyes off the prize, take our eyes off the narrow path. And so we got to realize uh, it's time to decide. Uh, there are only two teams. And you can no longer be on both teams. For a long time, for 30 years of my life, I I was on both teams. I had one foot in one kingdom, one foot in the other, and I got away with it. And millions of people up until now have gotten away with it. But the time is now where it's no longer possible. And so I thought I'd bring on this next guest because, man, I I am blessed. I get to meet so many great people. And uh, I believe as you see a need, you meet a need, that God's mission field is our life. Uh, and if we keep our eyes open and we're aware of who's in front of us, if we're connected to the source called God, uh, and if we truly have a heart of God and a mind of God, then we will see a need, meet a need. And God says, uh, how do you come across a brother or sister in need? And you have the ability to meet those needs and you don't help that brother or sister. God says, how can the love of God be in you? And man, no one wants to listen to those scripture verses. They want to quote the soft, fluffy ones. 
But this next gentleman is a man I met when I was in um, Minneapolis. He uh, has a church right there in downtown Minneapolis. Pretty sure I could be a little bit off by a little zip code, sorry. But uh, he'll tell you himself. He has a weekly show on our sister station, AM 980, The Mission, uh, called Isaiah 61 Ministries. And so let's welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Pastor Solomon. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, I, I'm in the hands of God, right? <laughs> See, that's the <laughs> only answer. That's right. The hands of God. Because uh, uh, if you wanted me somewhere else, I really believe, brother, I'd be somewhere else, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. And how's Colorado treating you? Oh, it's nice. It took me all day. We left at 5 in the morning. We got here. I got into the, uh, uh, the condominium uh, at 8.30 at night. So uh, I took a picture of me with a background of trees and sent it to a friend of mine. Uh, and I looked like I'd been sm- uh, breathing more than Colorado air. My eyes are all red, bloodshot, and all that. I'm like, no, no, I've just been going for 22 hours. That's all. That's all. I promise you. <laughs> uh, wow. But, you know, wow. when you live your life like it matters, right? God created you for a purpose of me, right, Solomon? Uh, he, he's not yes. just having us buy time. We're not here just to be happy. We're here to, to make some things happen to the glory of God. Correct, brother? Correct. Yeah, we we are here, and we have we have an assignment because Christ created a purpose for us, and all we have to do is to be about our Father's business and be on assignment. And so amen. it's all about business for the kingdom. Yes. Yep. Amen. And uh, uh, real quick, I would know if you have any questions, Pastor Solomon or me, we're going to go ahead and do something I normally don't do and open the phone lines up. If you want to say, hey, to Pastor Solomon, uh, you want a question for him or for I, uh, 651-289-4466, 651-289-4466. Just for my listeners' sake, although most of my listeners probably know you better than they know me, uh, just tell us who you are and where where your ministry is and all that. Yeah, so my name is Solomon Aquaka. Senior Pastor of Spirit of the Lord Church. We are in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Our address is 1001 Penn Avenue North. And we've been um, in this side of town for over 30 years. This this is our 32nd year. And God has been faithful and made us a staple in our community. So we just uh, are the hands and feet of Jesus to those in our community. Well, now, and you're doing a great job. Isaiah 61. Yeah. Uh, yep. I host the Isaiah 61 uh, every Saturday at 2 p.m. on AM 980. This is the station. So, yeah, you can tune in and, and listen in. Or you can even check the podcast and um, check uh, out the two episodes that we did with uh, Mr. Black, Like It Matters Radio. Mm-hmm. It was awesome and just ah. incredible. And I'm sure that... That's that's why we continue this um, this relationship to God's glory. Amen. 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 And so I, I want to talk about because I, I deal with, you know, I, I do secular leadership training, although I'm a man of God. So they get a lot more God than anyone ever signed up for because from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. But one thing I've noticed, I know you have to notice, is it's getting harder and harder uh, for people to truly commit heart, body and soul to God in this world. Uh, we have a world that's programming people to think differently. And I actually got this article, Solomon. See, this is where people, a lot of people, it's either all God or nothing. In other words, uh, all the problems are God's problem. All the solutions are God's problem. Uh, and we do nothing. We just sit around and wait. Now, that sounds good. And technically, if you bring it down deep enough, there is some uh, some biblical truth in that. 
However, God calls us to a lot of things. There's a lot of verbs in the Bible. There's a lot of conditional statements. We're supposed yeah. to hold our thoughts captive. We're supposed to hold our tongue. Uh, we're supposed to turn away uh, from uh, sexual perversion. We're supposed to question people who are representing God. I mean, there's a lot of verbs there. So we are called Absolutely. to do some things in our walk. We just don't let God just pour fairy dust on us, right? We are called to do things, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're called to to live a certain way, to to tow a certain line, and you know, we for the convenience of uh, you know just the advanced world or the civilization, we tend to just go with our comfort. But this is about you know this serious business. Jesus wasn't playing even at twelve years old. He told his parents yeah. that you know, don't you know, I'm, <laughs> I need to be about my father's business. And so we have a mandate, and our mandate is not to appease ourselves, it's not to be politically correct, it's not to try to gain popularity, you know, you know through, through the worldly system, but it's to amass, right, the crowns, crowns in the kingdom of heaven. That's what, that's what Paul talked about because he said at fought a good fight. He was about the yep. father's business once his life was transformed. See, and he yep. was operating on, on the, the other side. He had the operating system of the enemy, and then God yep. switched him into the operating yep. system, and he just was like, no, I am going to be about my father's business. It's not about what I want. It's about what God wants. And so we, well, in this yep. world today, are all about convenience, and we've forgotten about sacrifice, about uh, dedication, about just the core values that drove the believers in those in in the early centuries, and also drove Christ in his ministry. Yeah, and people miss that. People want to feel good. People want to be happy. And I always tell people, read Isaiah fifty three. You know, everybody wants to be happy. People yes. think their purpose on this planet is to be happy, that they, they just want to be happy. They just want to feel good. And I go, have you not read Isaiah 53? Have you not heard how Isaiah 500 years before the Messiah came explained who Christ was going to be? A man of sorrows, a man who had no place to lay his head. Jesus was not no considered thing. the man of guffaw. He was not considered the jokester on the, on the planet. He, was, he wept a lot. He cried out a lot. And, and yet, I wonder, who, who are they following? Have you ever read the book? Uh, it was written in 1991. It was a long time ago, but it's just now coming back around uh, by Gene Edwards called The Prisoner in the Third Cell. Yes, um, it's on Audible, and it's an uh, incredible resource. And I encourage uh, everyone to get access to it. Um, it's, uh, it's a great resource. Audible, it's right on uh, Audible. Yeah, it ripped my soul out because a lot of people don't know this, but John the Baptist was far more famous during Jesus' time than Jesus was. If you look at the writings of Josephus, I think there's four times as much information written about the baptizer than about Jesus himself. John was a rock star. From the time John was little, he sacrificed. He took the oath. Yeah. Uh, he never touched a woman. He never put alcohol in his body. He, I mean, he sacrificed. When he was in the womb, he was imbued with, imbued with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, here's a guy that sacrificed everything. And a lot of people don't know this pastor. He did worked all his life for a ministry that lasted six months. People don't get this. 
all that work for 30 years and his entire ministry was six months. Now, here's a guy who was the greatest man who ever walked this planet, a born of man, Jesus said. And here he is. He's in prison. He's going to get beheaded. He's going to get mocked and ridiculed. And he sends his believers out to ask Jesus as he's the only one. And in that book, Gene Edwards gives it so great. When, he, when the, the, the guy comes back and says, so what was happening? Well, well, many were being healed. And John goes, yeah. many? And he goes, yeah, well, yeah, uh, uh, master, many. And John goes, many? And, and master, I don't, what, what, what are you so confused? And then he got it. Not all, but many. And Not then all. these many. great words, great words where it said, John, blessed are those who are not offended by me. And if you go to the Greek word, the Greek word is scandalon. Scandalon. Isn't that incredible? Scandalon, scandalous. And it's the same word used when Jesus said, Peter, Satan has asked me to sift you. And I prayed for you that you will not fall away and return. Same exact word as scandalon. And what's going on today is the wiles of the enemy is creating a scandalon that is causing believers to believe that they're of this world and buying onto things, whether it's CRT or BLM, or I'm supposed to be happy, or I'm supposed to feel good uh, and lie. So I'm sorry, we're going to heartbreak Pastor Solomon. I'm pumped up, man. You're getting me pumped up. So uh, uh, stay with us, Pastor Solomon. All right, brother. We'll be back after three minutes with Pastor Solomon. I'm driving a 2018 Elantra, red, my favorite color. Hi, I'm Rita from St. Paul. Well, when I first walked in, I felt welcomed. And I'd been at a couple other dealerships that uh, I gave an F to. And Justin was the first gentleman to wait on me when I took it in for my first service. And he's been the only person that I've dealt with since then. Can't say enough good things about him. On Christmas Day last year, I was on the freeway driving home. And all of a sudden, a red light came on and the right front tire was low and the next day I called and Justin answered he said let me take a look at it and go in the waiting room and and I'll get back to you they found that there was a huge nail in the tire and so he was able to get that all fixed up and replaced and sent me on my way home Invergrove Hyundai was very welcoming service was excellent Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays call them today or schedule your appointment at InvergroveHyundai.com the secret to the market beat stock pick strategy is so simple, it is going to drive you crazy. Ask yourself, is this current market making you sick? Logging into your brokerage account day after day only to see lots of red? Well, let me tell you a secret. The best stocks to own are the companies that are consistently printing real profits year over year. The crazy thing is that it's even more effective in months like right now. Down markets means everything goes on sale, including these profit printing machines. Want to stop playing the loser's game and guessing what the next hot stock will be? MarketBeat is about to text you our new report. Seven stocks to buy and hold forever when you text the word profit to 68285. These companies print billions each year in profit and show no sign of slowing down. Get your free copy of seven stocks to buy and hold forever. Just text profit to 68285. Text the word profit to 68285. Don't wait. This report is only available for a limited time. Text the word profit to 68285. Message and data rates apply. Individual results may vary. Consult with your tax or investment professional. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to to how to hold a fork. the, The Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we are so blessed because I have a brother from another mother with us. He's a pastor. He's a great man of God. He has wisdom. I'm sure he's a great father, a great husband of those roles he has. He's right there in the heart of Minneapolis, uh, in, in the, I don't know, the backyard of the devil, if you will. I'm going to say Minneapolis is, but there's a lot of stuff going on in Minneapolis that I believe is affecting the church. And so let's welcome back uh, Pastor Solomon. Again, thank you, my brother, for being with us. Really appreciate it. Yes, yes, it's a pleasure. And it's fair to say that you and I are brothers from another mother, correct? Absolutely. We all all came from Adam. (laughs) Yep, and our our daddy uh, is Jehovah. And so you and I have the same daddy. Uh, uh, my, I have four kids. Unfortunately, I'm not a father of one. Uh, I mean, the husband of one wife, only one at a time. But I've made mistakes in the past, so I have uh, kids by different women. So I have uh, two different women. I have my kids through, and so uh, they're all my sons and daughters. They all call each other brother and sister, but they are brothers and sisters from another mother. But their father is the same father, and that's what you and I are. You're you're black. I'm white. Uh, you're better looking. I'm not so good looking. Uh, you're 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 you got a you run a church. I don't run a church. But yet you and I are very similar. We both have a passion for the Lord. We both have a God operating system. We both want to hear well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh, we both want to make an impact. Uh, and you're there in the belly of the beast. You're there right where the uh, not it started because it started way before then. Probably the Black Lives Matter w- was way before then. But I think George Foster uh, f- uh, really brought it up. Really brought it to yeah. Floyd. I'm so sorry about George Floyd. George Floyd brought it to another level. So I want to ask you, what has yeah. changed in the church in the last three years or so? Uh, with all this going on, the BLM, the CRT, the 1619 Project, the whole woke thing, the whole uh, programming that's going on, how's it affected your job as a pastor? How's it affected your congregants' ability to walk with God? Well, for, for me, I think it's it's made it clear to me that we're either on the right side or the not right side, um, which is we're either on God's side or not on God's side. There's no middle ground. So it's really helped us to realign and and reconsider what we mean when we say we're born again and if we're actually walking with the Father. Now, there is there is this thing that I want to talk about. It's about justice. I don't want justice. I want mercy. 
Amen, so, brother. You know, yes, I want mercy. The mercy of God, you know, upon all humanity, upon George Floyd, upon the officer, upon everyone that has yeah. been impacted, because that is what will cause us to reconcile to each other. You, you yeah. know, the sins of this world are flawed. Okay, we can yeah. chase those things, and you know. But when heaven speaks, that's how that's what we do and listen to. So, it, as a church, we have taken a stand that we would be on God's side. We'll listen to God's voice and we'll operate God's way, even if it's contrary to popular opinion and beliefs. And so, one a lot of things. Yeah, we we have different gifts, different gifts in the body, different. Um, abilities and 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 callings however at the end of the day god wants us to be uh, able to he wants us able to tell us that well done thou good and faithful servant and that's where our church has been really shifted to as a result of the uprising and some of the activities over the last two years yeah, and, and I think that's valid, and it's absolutely, you guys are doing great work. That's why I've heard so many great things about you. My concern is I don't think people understand the wiles. You know, I love that word, right? That I think it's the only place where that word is used. Uh, be, uh, uh, beware of the wiles of the devil, we're told. Yeah. Uh, and I, lo- I love that word because it comes from the Roadrunner show, right? The wily coyote. And it gives you a good understanding of what wile means, the wiles of the devil. And the people don't realize that we are being programmed. That we were intact. Matter of fact, I got this great article. Uh, it's called Societal Engineering Propaganda Through Redefinition of Words. This is the topic, and it's from medium.com. I didn't realize how woke they were. But this is by Desmond Donovan. But the topic here's the topic Societal Engineering Propaganda Through Redefinition of Words. Now, this guy is part of the LGBTQ community, which is no big word. We're to love everybody. I believe our sin is between us and God. Just let you know how I feel. I do not believe homosexuality is an unpardonable sin. I believe the only unpardonable sin uh, is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, not letting God be God. But I do believe that when we attempt to say that what God says is bad is good, I think that crosses a line. Do you agree with that? I do agree with that. And perfect term because the wiles the enemy has a way to disarm believers when we are yep. not vigilant and that's what yep. the, being being aware of the wiles of the enemy is being aware of the tactics and and ways in which the enemy tries to disarm us and to discredit us and to make our voice less effective and powerful because we get compromised. You know, when, yep. when in, in, in a security world, when we you would get compromised, you, you they, the enemy or the other side got you. And so now yep. you, you, you will not be in the position to be as effective as it could have been. That's what the enemy has been doing to believers, but it's time that, for us to realize that, we need an awakening. And and indeed, the death of George Floyd was tragic. And through that, though, revival sprung up, right? Sean and, and team, including Pastor Charles Karuku and team, have been going across the nation um, witnessing revivals. And it started right here in the Twin Cities. And two years prior to that, there was a prophetic word that God has to Minneapolis on the map and on his agenda, 
on its prophetic timeline. But it's for us believers to rise up to recognize the signs and the times, like the signs of Issachar, operating on God's operating system, they were able to discern the times and the seasons. And yeah. they were able to guide, counsel, and help govern. And that's what we are called to do, to help Amen. shift perspectives to God's side, not Amen. what is popular. <laughs> yep. That's funny you say that because I always tell people I am from the tribe of Issachar because a lot of people know that, that Greek word for time, there's Kronos and there's Kairos. And Kairos is, uh, you know, uh, Ecclesiastes 3, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to cry. And the, men, the uh, warriors of Issachar, they knew what time it was and other what was supposed to be done. And, and this is what I attempt to do. I attempt to do, but people don't realize how powerful the wild are. That's my point. So in this article, and this guy's LGBTQT, I wanted to, I'm going to just read just two quotes out of it. it. said, he says, power belongs to those who can mold the minds of others, influence those around you to act according to your purposes, and you will surely accomplish your aims. He says, acting alone, uh, one almost has no chance of success. He says, thus, the route to power is the route to population control. The manipulation, this is the guy who's doing it. The manipulation of entire societies has been the ambition of great men since the beginning of time. Societal engineering gives you the tools you need to take control of the groups that you're part of and even build groups of your own. It is based on the most effective techniques of personal development and human interaction and is aimed at putting the user in control of his social environment. And in social societal engineering, let me define it for you. Here's the definition. The study of the creation and influence of human societies. It is a field of social science dealing with those social dynamics which operate on a large scale, uh, a large enough scale to affect the entire population. And this is what's going on. This is where people don't get. This is why we're being programmed. And this is what I bring. I bring in the yeah. science of how God made us. See, I bring the science of psychology, biology, sociology, physiology. I bring all that in, but I always match it against the Word of God. And to me, as I learn more about how God made us, God has shown us as creator, this is why he tells us, do not fear once a day. Because he knows the effect that fear has us. This is why he tells us yes. to, to conf not conform to the thinking of the world. Because he understands, and we're being programmed. And when now, with CRT, when... Young black kids at five and six years old are taught that they're a victim, that life's not going to be fair to them, and that white people hate them. When you can mm. teach a five-year-old yeah. that a white person hates them, and then you can teach white kids that you're a terrible person, that you were born an evil person. And if someone believes that they're evil and they have no value, you know how they act, Solomon? They act evil, like they have no value. If they're... If they're told they're victim. So this is my point. How do, you, how do we get to the heart? Of, go ahead. No, yeah. How do we get to the heart of it? It's really, you know, going back to God's word and really establishing in, in our churches, in the body of Christ, what it what the standards are and what the word of God teaches, right? And, and help believers start to recognize that the way that leads to eternity is very narrow. It's very narrow. And so we have to raise our children. We have to re-influence society to, to, to just right the wrong or, or correct the issues that have 
persisted over time, such as, you know, teaching little children things that they ought not to be taught. Instead, we teach them about the Word of God and how God loves everyone and how everyone is a sinner. But through Christ, we're redeemed and we, our righteousness is now of him. So it's not our own righteousness, but it's through him. And then, and then just having them know that there are two sides, like we've been talking about, there is the God side and not God side. Or Jesus always referred to God and mammon. Jesus always yeah. referred to you know Satan, Beelzebub, and um, and and by the spirit of God. And so there are two sides. And we have yep. to ensure that our people are always um, gravitating Amen. and always operating on God's side. Hold, yeah, hold that thought. We're getting ready to go. Heartbreak. Yeah, getting ready to heartbreak. I want to continue this conversation after the break. Today we're talking with Pastor Solomon from Minneapolis. We'll be right back. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. From tailgating to hunting, it's the season for fall fun. Get your truck, four-wheeler, ATV, robo-ducks, hunting shack, and bow sights ready today. And don't miss out on the fun. Let full-service battery keep you powered up and ready. They have batteries in stock, so stop by or look them up today at fullservicebattery.com. Whether it be for hunting or tailgating, they'll keep your fall fun on schedule. Just go to fullservicebattery.com. That's fullservicebattery.com. Join our fan club today, and you could win our regnery book of the month. Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections by Molly Hemingway. Register to win daily at freedom1570.com. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. 
If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. This is serious stuff. We believe you're messing up America. You could pay attention for a couple of minutes. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today I'm so blessed because I have a great man of God joining me on the radio, uh, Pastor Solomon from Minneapolis. And Pastor Solomon, uh, right before we went to break, you were talking about what we got to do for our people. You know, that's so interesting. I hear all the time, I hear LeBron James talk about our people. And, of course, what he's talking about is someone that's black. Uh, I have never had an affinity for anybody because they were white. I don't see uh, um, uh, a guy who wins a swimming gold medal who happens to be white say, man, look what he did for my people. Man, look at my people, how good we're doing. I have never once had that thought. I have never once thought about that. Matter of fact, Jesus, remember he's in the house and he's telling people basically he's God and there's a knock on the door and it's James and Mary and the, the guy comes to him and says, hey, Jesus, your mother and brother are at the door. And I'll never forget these words. These are etched in my heart. Jesus looked at the crowd and says, who is my mother? Who is my brother? But he or she who does the will of my father, that is my mother. That is my brother. And that's why I can comfortably call you brother. You might be darker skin than me. That's right. I'm white skin. That's just a genetic modification. You know that. That's just a genetic yeah. code. You got more of melanin. I got less melanin. That's all that is. You know, if your eyes are different shaped, it's because you have a little bit more of this genetic code and I have a little bit less of this genetic code. It's just genetics. Uh, it's all put together, but we're all one human people. See, that's my concern. Where are, are pastors dealing with that, ta- having that kind of conversations when you hear a black person just say, that's my brother. Well, how do you know? Do you know if they're a follower of God? Do you know if they're, uh, you know, about the father's business? And so those are things that concern me. Are those things being spoken about in, in churches? Yeah, I don't think we, we really talk about it enough. Um, and to, to the extent that um, the core the core teachings sometimes uh, have been have have not been a focus. You know now yep. a lot about lights, camera, action. Yep. Um, presentation is important. I believe that, but presentation and lights, camera do not replace the the truth and teaching people the truth and walking. Um, people through the process, the discipleship process, to ensure that they are meeting God's requirements, and and that's uh, that's a result of years and years and even centuries of you know programming to where yep. we see color instead yep. of seeing you know seeing character. God in you know, <laughs> yeah. character, right? Yeah. And and that's the thing. Martin Luther King even said that will be the the character is what should be used to judge a person. And and so I strongly believe, right, that uh, some of these issues can be mitigated effectively by the church. And I'm not talking about the, the f- folks that t- just talk about it, folks yeah. that actually be about the word and yeah. people that have resonated with the teachings of Christ and are operating on God's operating Amen. system you know there are two yep. there are different operating systems in the in the cell phone world you have the android and then yep. what you have the ios 
iPhone. Right? Yep. You can either be on one or the other. You can't. Yep. Be, you nope. can't use one phone. Cannot operate two yep. systems. Right. Yep. And so and so that's where we we need to be like. How do we deconstruct this yep. theory of race as yep. color? The scripture yep. talks about ethnos, right? Ethnicity. Yep. That's that means people right. cultural differences, yep. not color of skin. Amen. And because those Amen. those were yeah those were observed in scriptures. Preach it, brother. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I I totally agree that look in as much as. Uh, you would notice some uh, some trends based on some skin color that shouldn't define Amen. Uh, yep. us. The, yep. the kingdom of heaven. I read this from from the book of Matthew. Uh, sorry, Luke seventeen twenty to twenty one. Right? Um, Jesus is speaking here, and he says that the kingdom of heaven does not come with observation, nor will they say, "See here" or "See there." For indeed, the kingdom of God is with in you that Amen. God himself by his spirit lives in every believer and that alone is transformative that alone is liberating that alone sets me free from any statistics that is out there that would talk about color of skin and 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 and, and race yep. and any it just sets us free Right. Yep. That's and James. Then, and so when, yep. yeah, that, that's what it is. And until we establish that baseline, right, that we are, it, it doesn't matter the color of skin. It doesn't matter who you, who we are. We're all one people. I'm telling you, we will, we will miss the healing grace of God upon Amen. not only the United States but across the globe because this um, issue about black, white, you know, brown is yeah. a global issue, right? It's and it, even divisive. In, it's very divisive. Now, yeah. God's intent is is to pour out His healing grace, but the church has to lead. The core in 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 this end time agenda to allow God Amen. to just um, heal His people. Amen. And I want you to know uh, that you're a warrior. You're fighting a good fight. So God bless you, brother. And uh, again, tell them how they can uh, get a hold of you or uh, come to your church service. Just remind them how they can reach you. Yes. So we're at Spirit of the Lord Church. We're at ten o one Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis, Minnesota five five four one one. Services uh, Sundays at ten thirty a.m. We go to about twelve thirty p.m. And then Tuesdays we have Bible studies at six p.m. at ten o one Penn Avenue North. And you can also catch me on Isaiah sixty one on AM nine eighty every Saturday at two p.m. And we talk about kingdom stuff and godly teachings. And you will be blessed. Awesome. I assure you that by the power of God, you will be impacted by the ministry and what Amen. God is doing to us. Thank Amen. You, God. Amen. All right, brother. God bless you. And we'll see you soon, my friend, okay? Yes. All right. Thank bye-bye. Yeah. So from, from the message paraphrase, the handwriting on, on the wall, Daniel 5, 17 on. Says Daniel, answering the king, you can keep your gifts or give them to someone else, but I'll read the writing for the king and tell him what it means. Listen, O king, the high God gave your father Nebuchadnezzar a great kingdom, a glorious reputation. Because God made him so famous, people from everywhere, whatever their race, color, and creed, were totally intimidated by him.
He killed or spared people on whim. He promoted or humiliated people capriciously. He developed a big head and a hard spirit. Then God knocked him off his high horse and stripped him of his fame. He was thrown out of human company, lost his mind, and lived like a wild animal. He ate grass like an ox and was soaked by heaven's dew until he learned his lesson. That the high God rules human kingdoms and puts anyone he wants in charge. Verse 22. You are his son and you have known all this. Yet you're as arrogant as he ever was. Look at you, setting yourself up in competition against the master of heaven. You had the sacred chalices from his temple brought into your drunken party so that you and your nobles, your wives and your concubines could drink from them. You used the sacred chalices to toast your gods of silver and gold, bronze and iron, wood and stone, blind, deaf and imbecile gods they are. But you treat with contempt the living God who holds your entire life from birth to death in his hands. 24, verse 24, God sent the hand that wrote on the wall, and this is what it's written, Mene, Tekel, Peres. This is what the words mean, Mene, God has numbered the days of your rule, and they don't add up. Tekel, you have been weighed on the scales, and you don't weigh much. Peres, your kingdom has been divided up and handed over to the Medes and the Persians. Belshazzar did what he had promised. He robed Daniel in purple, draped the great gold chain around his neck, and pro- promoted him to third in charge in the kingdom. That same night, the Babylon- Babylonian king Belshazzar was murdered. Darius the Mede, who was 62 years old, succeeded him as king. Ladies and gentlemen, the Babylonian empire ended without a shot. Here is a guy so full of himself, so wanting to feel good, so wanting to believe he was God, so mocking the God of the universe, that one of the greatest empires ever ruled this planet was removed from without a shot fired because of stumping his nose at God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. The time is now. It's time to decide which team you're on. If you're operating in a God operating system, then your values don't come to the world. They don't come from the Democratic Party. They don't come from the LGBTQT community. They come from God. However, if you have a flesh operating system and you don't believe in the God of the universe, then you could act as the earth dwellers act. But what you got to know is there's a handwriting on the wall. It is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. Choose well, leaders. Your eternity is writing on it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. This is where we're helping you remember when you live your life like it matters. It does. You're very wise Caucasian. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so... I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. 
Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.